One of the main advantages of startups is speed. You execute quickly so you can grow faster than your competitors, and then you take the incumbents down, right? That's how the story goes. Well, unfortunately, going fast and executing quickly is a little harder when you're remote because you're not in the same room. You can't get together and whiteboard out a problem, right? Remote makes it a little slower, which really matters for a startup, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our new sponsor for forward-thinking founders, Sidekick. Sidekick is a hardware device that connects remote founders with an always-on video. With Sidekick, you just turn and you talk just as if you're sitting in the same room. It's great for teams that are working on something from scratch and are working all the time founding a company. Luckily, because you're a listener of forward-thinking founders, you get Sidekick for a discount, $5 off per device. So if you're interested in having an in-person feeling, in-person environment with your remote team, feel free to go to sidekick.video slash FTF to get $5 off a device per device. So you could save up to $20, $30, $40 a month by going to sidekick.video slash FTF. So if you're feeling the remote woes, you know where to go. Sidekick.video slash FTF. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Uchi Ukaro, who's working on Quidex. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. It's going good. It's going good. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I, you know, it, it's a beautiful morning in Phoenix, Arizona, and I like. I'm just stoked, you know, to be to be talking to you and learning about what you're working on with Quidax. For people that don't know what you're working on or what Quidax is, can you give us an idea of what you're working on? Okay, sure thing, sure thing. So, um, Quidax is basically an easy way for individuals and businesses in Africa to buy and sell cryptocurrency with their local currency. Um, so you have all of these people that are looking for, oh, where, where can I safely, securely um, buy cryptocurrency with my local currency? And then Quidax is the perfect answer to that question. So let's, so let's kind of break down uh, um, uh, the way in that, with that works. Note that I, um, I'm, I understand crypto, I know blockchain, I understand the technology, but I'm not like super deep into it. So I might ask some higher level questions just to make sure listeners are on the same page and I understand too. So oh, when, interesting. You, when you say that they're able to, you know, within their currency, 
um, you know, any currency, they're able to buy and sell uh, cryptocurrency in Africa. How, how can you talk about how this works? Like, do they link up a bank account? Can they just say, hey, I want Bitcoin today. I want to buy it for, you know, I want to buy like 0.01 or one Bitcoin. Can you just kind of describe how it works? Okay, sure thing, sure thing. Um, so maybe like for on the very high level, right? Um, so when you hear people who don't know much about Bitcoin, when they hear about the price of Bitcoin, they think, oh, you have to buy one Bitcoin, right? But then that's sort of like a misconception. As you said, you can buy 0.1 Bitcoin, you can buy 0.001 Bitcoin, you can buy $20 worth of Bitcoin. Um, now, how do they um, um, do this? How do they do this on um, Quidax? So currently today, um, we have support for the Nigerian Naira, right? Um, and then for you to on-ramp or for you to buy with your Nigerian Naira, or you need a debit card, and then we also have this really, really cool feature. It's called the Quidax bank account number. So what this is, is a personalized bank account number, right? That's tied to your name and then your identity on Quidax, right? So once you deposit into this uh, bank account number from any bank, right, it gets into your Quidax wallet and then you're able to use that money to um, buy uh, Bitcoin or the four other cryptocurrencies that we support. I would love to, um, yeah, thank you for describing that. I'd love to go back a little bit and hear about like, why yeah, sure. do you, you want to get started with Quidax? I guess, what's the origin story of this company and where the idea come from? And, and yeah, yeah kind of what's the, how did it get started? <laughs> okay, sure thing. Um, so I think, I think the seed for Quidax started in 2014, right? So in 2014, I just learned about Bitcoin and um, I wanted to buy one Bitcoin. Right. And so I met this um, guy online and then we negotiated a pair to pair deal. And I, I sent him my, the, the money was $550 at the time, but then it was all I had. It was everything I had. Um, so I sent him the money, $550. And then I sent him my Bitcoin wallet. Long story short, that transaction never came through. Right. The Bitcoin just never came. Right. So I got scammed. <laughs> um, and the, the interesting thing is stories like that are not isolated events, right? So mine wasn't a special case, right? Um, in Africa, over $1.4 billion worth of cryptocurrency is traded on a daily basis. And then majority of the transactions are done through informal channels, WhatsApp group, Telegram groups. And then you have a lot of the scam cases. So Quidax is literally an answer to that question that um, or the event that I faced in 2014, right? Um, making a way for businesses and individuals in Africa to, to buy and sell cryptocurrency with their local currency in a way that's trusted, safe, and secure, and then also easy to use. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, um, and uh, obviously is a, is a need as cryptocurrency becomes more and more relevant over time. I'm curious for you mm -hmm. specifically, like what about you? Know, you said you started getting into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. I believe you said 20, 2014 or you know you know these yep, a yep. few years ago. Mm -hmm, what what mm -hmm. about it? Like why did you get interested in it? Like when you there's obviously all different types of technologies and cryptocurrency yep. for some is kind of like out there. So when you first heard about it way mm -hmm. back then, why did you decide to make it what you wanted to do? Right? Like what about cryptocurrency was interesting to you? So the, it was so cool that you could you you could send money to somebody right without having to go through any 
person in between. Like you would send money over the internet, right? And a lot of people don't don't understand how um, insane that idea is. Because think about it, right? If you if you're going to send me a picture, Matt, right? What you're going to be sending me is a digital copy of the picture, right? Now, the problem with money sending money over the internet, sending money digitally has always been that how can I prove that if I'm sending you money, what I'm sending is not a copy, right? And that creates the problem of um, counterfeiting and double spend. So Bitcoin was literally the perfect answer to that question. So now you can transfer money over the internet without being scared that this the person who's sending it to you has spent it before, right? So it was, it was like, once I understood that, like I was so, 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 so excited. And then I just wanted to be the first person that I knew that would have a Bitcoin, right? And then I just wanted to buy one Bitcoin at the time and then all of that happened. But then like the, the, this really, really excited me that like you can actually now use money over the internet, like, and, money that's truly truly digital yeah so that's that's what got me first yeah it, it's very it's very exciting i agree with you and it seems to be you know every year it makes a little step for you sometimes it gets super hyped and then it goes down but like overall the progress <laughs> yeah, yeah. the progress yeah. over the last decade has been up you know it, it's gone yeah. consistently up which is you exactly know, if we can get to a point where this is ubiquitous you know all across the world then wow, that's incredible. Um, one question I have, which I, I, I'm figuring out how to phrase it because I don't know exactly how to ask it, but because it's, it's about okay. fintech specifically. Like I know okay. that in the fintech world, it's largely like, like when you're building, it needs to be geography specific. For example, I know mm -hmm. there's companies that just serve India, companies that just mm -hmm. serve the States, companies that just serve, serve Africa. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I don't actually understand why. I'm sure this is a very basic question, but can you describe mm -hmm. to me why can't you just build a Quidax and then offer it to the world, right? Obviously, it's not that uh, But can you kind of help me understand uh, why that is how it is and why it needs to be, start with specific geographies in the world of fintech? Um, so that's actually a very, very interesting and intelligent question, right? Um, and the reason is because money is a very, very important tool. Right. And like money can literally finance, right, which is uh, within um, which is what makes up fintech. Right. Finance is it's, it's so important. And now there's this there is the greatest fear is people get money. Right. And use it for some stupid shit. So um, when you're building a fintech, one of the greatest things that you're thinking about is who am I dealing with? Right? How can I verify that you are an actual person and not a dog or like a bot on the internet? Right? Um, so there is KYC. Now, different jurisdictions, if you're going to be holding um, or transacting with countries in, um, um, in different jurisdictions, different jurisdictions have their own KYC laws, have their own AML policies. So AML is anti-money laundering. Right. So like we literally had an interesting case, like with our compliance today where, okay, someone is trying to move such huge amounts of money, like in one day. So we're asking, who are you? What are you using this money for? So you want to be sure that 
um, you can identify each person that you are dealing with so you do not run afoul of the um, the the laws and the regulations for the currencies that you're you're holding and then the geographies that you play right so because if I had somebody um, from Slovenia for instance transacting on Quidax and I don't know who the person is right what happens when um, the Nigerian regulators come to me and say, okay, yeah, so now it's time to regulate cryptocurrency. Who are your customers? Like, oh, this guy's in Slovenia, I, I, but I don't know who the guy is, right? They get very pissed off. And then they want to do all sorts of stupid shit to you. So um, um, that's, that's one of the greatest reasons, right? Because you need to know who you're dealing with. You need to know who your customers are. And different areas have their own different jurisdictions. That's why, um, say, a Coinbase can't just come and serve Nigeria. Right, because they need to have the um, the banking integration. They need to know the KYC. They need to know who they're dealing with, right? And all of these things take like there. There is such a hassle to put together. Yeah. So um, I, I think off the top of my head, that's one of the um, most important reasons why like a a a fintech won't just open up and then open to the rest of the world like uh, Twitter is. Yeah, that, that honestly makes so much sense, and it seems obvious after you explain it. But it's like it, it's, it's but like fintech. It's one of these things. If you're not in it, you know, it's like you don't you don't think about these things. But then if you're in it, you you have to think about them. Like these are things that you think about all the time. Uh, so what would you one one other question um, about kind of in this realm is like on a day to day basis. I'd love to hear like what do you spend your time on? Do you spend most time in like regulation? Are you are you trying to get customers? Are you shipping code? Um, are you managing teams? Can you kind of walk me through just a day in the life of, 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 uh, of you? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so a day in my life. Um, I spend most of my time thinking actually, right? Um, so thinking about how to do things better, right? So as, as a company, right, we're scaling and then we're um, we, we've grown remarkably this year, right? So I spent most of the thinking about how to um, sort of scale excellence, right? So one of our core values is actually excellence. So I'm thinking, okay, so how do we set up our product organization in a way that um, makes that, that, um, that can scale, right? That can constantly produce like really great stuff that our customers love. Right. Um, some of the other time, I'll be speaking with um, uh, I'll be speaking with customers. Right. So some customers, some customers that I personally recruit. Right. They 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 are always in my messages and stuff, or trying to um, find out what's going on. And then if they have any issues, like they reach out to me directly. I'm speaking with customers, or I'm relating with um, some of the leaders of the team. Right. So see marketing figuring out, okay, like what we're up to, um, getting reports um, of marketing. And then recently, I've so because we're going through um, the Textiles program, right? So Textiles Toronto. Um, so like that actually features in my day a lot, right? So I'm going to be spending maybe like two hours um, with the team at uh, Textiles, uh, maybe going through a workshop or speaking with some mentors, speaking with some advisors. Um, so it's it's... It's a, it's a bit of a mix and match every day. Um, so either customer product stuff, um, company organizational high level stuff, uh, speaking with, um, going through workshops and learning with textiles. 
Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and it, it's always cool to know kind of what the inputs are for, for leaders of companies. So let's kind of zoom out and, you know, let's say 10 years from now, you know, this company, you know, it, it works, it's growing and it's like, it's giant, right? Like you, you accomplished the vision. My question is, what is the vision? What, what would you, what are you kind of rowing towards? And in 10 or 20 years, what will you have built? Uh, what's the, what's the vision for Quidex? So our vision is to create a world where sending money and value around the globe is as easy as sending a text message, right? Um, think about if you wanted to communicate with somebody in, in Ghana right now, um, all you had to do is to send a WhatsApp message and the person gets it instantly, right? But that's not the case with money. Um, there is all of this, like, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane when you think about um, all of the layers in between um, money moving from point A to point B. If you're sending money from Nigeria to Ghana, that money will get faster if you actually drove, right? So you, it's faster for you to drive cash from Nigeria to Ghana um, than sending the money like through a wire transfer or something, right? It's absolutely insane. Now, we believe that cryptocurrency promises this future. Right. So what our mission is, is to make it easy for um, businesses and individuals to access cryptocurrency with their local currency. Because once they have this cryptocurrency, then sending money and value around the globe becomes as easy as sending text messages. Because I can easily send you one Bitcoin or one USDT and then you get it in 30 minutes or less. Right? So our mission is to make it easy for businesses and individuals to buy and sell crypto using their local currency um, in Africa. And to, to make that incredible vision happen, you will need some help, right? Like you'll, you'll, you'll need customers, you'll need employees, maybe you'll need investors if you want to do that. But what you'll definitely need, I can guarantee you, is help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you hiring or looking for users? You know, anything along those lines, how can we help? Yes. Um, so we are, we are actually looking for, um, so we, of course we're hiring, right? And then we're, we're starting to think about um, hiring around the world, right? So making our team like, uh, remote right so um number one will be to check out our blog where we have like uh, positions that we're hiring from uh, for to um to see okay like what's up if you know someone that you could refer that would be pretty pretty cool um the second thing will be um we would love to talk to people who are um sort of deep in crypto or want to get into crypto right businesses and fintechs to be precise right so because we're thinking about some solutions and um sort of the ways to push our vision right so it would be pretty pretty cool if we we, we could speak with some people in the community who are um very interested in cryptocurrency and then like learn some stuff from them um to sort of put that into what we're building yeah cool uh, and then, yeah, that's, I appreciate you sharing that. And if anyone listening, you know, is interested in any of that, the last true question is, 
how can they how can they find your website what's your url how do they get in touch are you on twitter i guess if anyone is excited by what you're doing and wants to wants to wants to talk to you in any channel how can they get in touch all right so um our website is www.quidax.com um and then on twitter and instagram we are at quidax africa um personally i am buchi okoro underscore on twitter all right. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast and educating me a little bit about cryptocurrency, <laughs> global fintech, you know, woes and challenges and what, you know, yeah. and, and just sharing more about what you're working on. I think what you're doing is super fascinating, uh, specifically crypto as a market, you know, is, is, is growing over time. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where Quidax ends up. So thanks again for coming on to the podcast and I wish you the best. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank, thank you for thank you for having me. It was pretty cool um, spending this time with you. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it as well. Have a good day.